0: Welcome to Innisfil Accelerates, a podcast about the people and technology transforming one Ontario town. Today, we're talking about startups. I've been so impressed with the entrepreneurs we've been able to meet over the last 10 episodes. From Fresh Fine, to Spot, to Agama Work, all of these Ontario-based businesses have taught me a lot about what it takes to succeed. And at the top of that list of successful business traits is humility the humility to know what you don't know and the courage to be able to ask for help when you need it. That's why I wanted to invite Joy Adams onto the show today. Joy has been a successful entrepreneur for over 20 years and now she works with new startups to make their dreams a reality with the South Simcoe Community Startup. Have you had some difficult conversations with folks that come oh. in with ideas that just you know are not going to work? Um, and what are the reactions that you've received from that? Because sometimes people, when they get their bubble burst, don't react that well, do they? No,
1: no. I, some people are offended. I, I have had people just kind of block me from their social media, <laughs> mm. but but that's okay. You know, I stand in my truth and what I know to work, right? Um, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. And if I uh, had some mistakes that I have made over the years, if I had someone who was there as a mentor, just kind of holding my hands and just being, you know, just being truthful, just just being transparent and sharing their experiences with me, a lot of the mistakes I would not have made. So, yeah, people people get offended, but I rather stand in my truth. And rather than them spending thousands and thousands of dollars and, you know, their time, energy and sweat to start a business. And then at the end of the day, you know, it ends up failing. So I'd rather stand in my truth.
0: What are the wor- worst kinds of ideas that you've come across? I mean, you don't have to get into too much specifics that you're going to reveal people's identities, but do you get anything come to mind of like, oh, this is a really bad idea? And I, just not to make fun of these people, but to also kind of give people a sense of like, what are the category of bad ideas that maybe aren't businesses and maybe are more hobbies or even if that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I've really had any any bad ideas. You know, people come to me with any bad ideas. It's just... The execution is wrong. The timing is wrong. Um, the business model is wrong. I, I haven't really had any anyone come to me with bad ideas. It's just really just wrong timing. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen so many business models right now. And I'm like, you know, um, one individual I'm working with, I had to tell um, this individual to go back to the drawing board because um, these, these numbers that you um, presented uh, for your financials, I know they're not accurate because um, COVID, nobody's walking into stores these days, right? So if someone were to give you pre COVID um, data, it, 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 they will not be accurate.
0: I wanted to circle back to something you mentioned before about your 25 years of experience and learning through mistakes. I mean, how else does anyone learn really by kind of messing up every conceivable way and, <laughs> and making sure that you know not to do that again. And when you talk with like business um, experts that give advice to folks that are just starting out on their journey, they'll often say you need a mentor. You need someone that has been through this to kind of give you some guidance and it's interesting. It's kind of difficult, it seems, for people, maybe especially people that are more inclined to start their own businesses. They're very self-motivated, very independently minded. And it's kind of hard for them to reach out and ask for help, isn't it? Can you talk a little bit about that and why having a mentor? And that's really what Self Simcoe Startup is offering is kind of, a, a kind of an organized mentorship.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Why that's so important. It is so, we've gone back to our roots in terms of South Simple Community Startup Um, and I, you know, I met with the board and I'm like, you know, um, there's so many things happening and we have to be crystal clear in terms of who we are serving and who we're serving is a startup community. We're serving the startup community. One of the things that we did just uh, a few months ago was really bring back that aspect of peer-on-peer mentorship, having aspiring entrepreneurs um, peer to more experienced entrepreneurs. It's a way of just reducing startup mistakes, you know, and especially in this COVID environment where um, if you um, pre-COVID, if you, you know, on average were making 10 mistakes within this present environment that we're in, you just cannot afford to do that, you know, resources are very low right now. So with a mentor, a mentor will guide you. Mm -hmm. You can glean from their experiences. you know, you don't have to make the same mistakes, learn, glean, you know, Have that sense of humility where you're able to learn. And I mean, I, I have a mentor right now because you know I'm trying to scale my business, and I know I cannot do it on my own because I just don't have the skill set. I've not done it before. I can I can grow, you know, from start um, from zero to a 100 K. Um, I can do that. And these are the people that I, um, I'm like the mentees that I have. They're just starting. But for me, from a hundred plus um, trying to scale my business it's very difficult. So I need a mentor. So mentorship is so vital. It is so vital, especially right now. There's no need for us to make mistakes over and over. um, And it's time consuming. It's going to cost us. It's going to cost our families. So there is absolutely no, there's no need to do that. And I encourage all of our entrepreneurs to reach out to the more experienced um, business owners within our community and learn
0: from them. You know, you talked about the how important it is to have like market research in a business plan in place. But what we're really talking about here is almost a personality thing as well. That humility was a word that you mentioned and being able to ask for help. People can really hijack themselves or, or hinder their ability to succeed by kind of getting kind of myopic, uh, not re- being able to reach out, getting a little bit arrogant, maybe. Can you talk about how important personality is to having becoming a successful entrepreneur? I'm sure you've seen this play out time and time again.
1: Oh, oh time and time again. Um, per- personality it's it's important to have an idea of you know like for me I'm a type A personality and most of the entrepreneurs that I work with you know we're driven we're type A personalities and we believe that we can change the world we can do a lot of things right because you know we are high energy but at the same time it can be just our downfall also mm-hmm right? Because you don't allow yourself to, to be receptive to um, to other people's opinion or people speaking into your lives, right? And that in itself can be a blind spot, that in itself can lead to business failure. So personality is important to recognize, you know, where you are on the spectrum. And but at the same time, be humble enough to know that you cannot do it on your own, you know, no one arrives where they need to be on their own. And that is just, um, you know, whatever learned over the years, you know, where I am right now, it was built on, you know, the experiences of other, um, experienced entrepreneurs you know when i um, um, i've always i've always said that there are times when i almost went off the edge just having you know a community of experienced entrepreneurs especially women entrepreneurs there to pull me back that is what has helped me to get where i am right now and this is what i want to instill you know that sense that that culture of reaching out for help that um that culture of being willing to help that is a culture that we want to cultivate in south Simcoe community startup
0: it's a really difficult balance isn't it that a type personality as you say very <laughs> forward thinking and self-motivated mm-hmm. but not getting in your own way and recognizing when you're making mistakes exactly. it's a difficult thing to do and I wonder if to some degree the kind of business mythos that's built around like the Steve Jobs or the Elon Musk's these sort of the kind of myths of these self-made men that uh, did didn't they're kind of awful to everyone around them <laughs> and just did whatever the hell they wanted and then became billionaires it's sort of like the myth that's taught and I I think that does a real disservice for new (laughs) entrepreneurs they get this in their head doesn't it
1: I I know I know it it makes me feel not really intimidated but it's like you know after 25 years I could have done a whole lot more
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes um but you know again just that focusing on that thing of um that kind of arrogance that that instills is not a great lesson I think for a lot of people um
1: yeah. You, you know one of the things too that we also have to recognize you know yes you see these successful entrepreneurs as Steve Jobs you know and um, but also we also have to recognize you know the other side of entrepreneurship where you know that aspect of failure, And I always say, you know, it is part of this entrepreneurial journey that we're in, you know, some, even if you were to look at Steve Jobs, um, Steve Jobs, for example, you'll realize that before, you know, um, he became this billionaire, um, before he became, you know, the CEO of, 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 um, you know, of um, Apple, Apple. I'm sure that he had made mistakes along the way you know mm-hmm. there were some companies that he might have started that were failures so we generally see the success the the the, the finished product right? But very rarely do we take a look at, at the journey along the way and the failures along the way.
0: Yeah, failure seems to be like a key component of the startup journey. Um, and, you know, you hear the time and time again of entrepreneurs that failed not once or twice, but like dozens yeah. of <laughs> times before they actually got it right. And it's kind of being able to deal with that pain and suffering is really kind of a key component, isn't it? And recognizing that you know, a lot of people fail and like not having to kind of destroy you uh, in terms of your self-esteem is another really difficult hurdle to kind of get over for people that have maybe gone bankrupt once or twice or had a, a couple of businesses failed. It, it can be well, really difficult to kind of gin yourself up to do it again.
1: Yeah, but but, but here's the important thing and that, you know, knowing your mindset, you know, the key here, you know, yeah, yes, failure is part of the entrepreneurial journey, but the key here is when you fail, just having that that tenacity to get up and and try again, right? So that that is what separates us as entrepreneurs. And to That's ask for of- help.
0: And to ask for help, right? Like and to-, to
1: ask for help. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's exactly. interesting, you know, talking with the kind of the startup community in and around Innisfil, at um, Innisfil Accelerates and South Simcoe, that there is a bit more of a community aspect to it that maybe you might find in other kinds of entrepreneurial cultures. You know, I think of like the kind of like really cutthroat kind of atmosphere in like a Silicon Valley, for example. Mm-hmm. It's it's a kind of a different vibe, isn't it? Around it industry? is
1: very, very different. We are a community. You know, yeah. we I have been here since um for almost what um, 10, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just amazing to like that sense of community and it just trickles all the way down to everything that we do. Um, and, and that sense of community too is literally what has kept South Simple Community Startup you know, in ta- it, even though we're going through a, um, you know, a, um, a pandemic, we are still a community and, and we work together we help each other. So no, we don't have that cut broad type of, um, you know, environment, we're all here to help each other out. And that is a sense that we, whether it's South Central Community Startup, or even other community groups, you know, that sense of community. I think it's probably important that we talk a little bit more
0: about the pandemic and what you've seen in terms of its impact on small business and how they've tried to meet that challenge. I, I guarantee there's been lots of people that have gone out of business over the last 12 months and others yeah. that are struggling. Can you kind of yeah. give me a lay of the land about how the pandemic it, has changed things over the last 12 months?
1: It's brutal. It, it, it's really, really brutal. Um, being a, a startup, um, in a pandemic, it's not <laughs> a really good position to no. be in because one of the things, um, even with all the government subsidies and different programs, a lot of our um, community, um, or a lot of businesses within our communities, we're not able to access those types of um, programs, especially within our community, you know, a lot of our small businesses are... Um, that personal care um, industry. And they've been hit really, really hard because anytime there's a lockdown, um, it, it, it has such a huge impact on, on that sector of our um, you know of our business community. Mm. So it, it we have not fared very well, you know. But I, I'm I'm just hoping that when this is over and done with, I mean, the economy will not be the same, our community will not be the same. But I, I truly hope that we are able to, you know, to, to rally around. Each other and, and be able to encourage each other to just continue to move forward and still continue to um, ensure that our businesses are going concern. Are
0: you worried about the future of small business? I must confess I am a little bit. You know, I understand regulators wanted to, it was all square footage, right? So that's why a Walmart could stay open, but a local hardware store could not because just they had more square footage. But of course, how that plays out on the ground is that big giant multinationals continue to dominate and that little guy goes out of business. And this was a trend that's been going on for decades, but it seems to have accelerated over the last 12 months, Um, not to be too (laughs) doom and gloom here, but I mean, what's your sense of, of that trend?
1: But Dana, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, and I think something has to be done from a federal level. I remember, um, I think it was the second lockdown, or we, you know, our community had moved into a grey zone, and once again, the personal um, service sector was negatively impacted by that. And at the same time, these big box stores, you know, they remained open. Hairdressers, you know, those small businesses that are hair salons and spas, you know, they were closed, but at the same time, if you walked into a Walmart, the hair salon there in a Walmart store was, was still open. So like, how do you like, how do you justify that? So from a federal level, more has to be done to protect small businesses. And um, I, I am concerned, I'm very, very concerned that at the end of this pandemic, that we might not, you know, have a thriving business community.
0: You know it goes a lot back to this idea of kind of building community and support for folks and and giving them great advice about how to succeed when we come out of this thing if we come out of this thing we will come out of this thing right
1: you know we have to be optimistic but at the same time too you know we have to be real in terms of what the numbers look like and Mm. I, i try not to be emotionally moved or driven and but i'm seeing the numbers and it's not looking very good
0: so earlier I wanted to circle back about how to make sure that you succeed and how many folks you see coming through your doors that don't have a business plan, which is kind of shocking to me, but I guess maybe not all that unsurprising at the same time, right? Again, this kind of irrational exuberance, this great idea. Let's just get it get it going. People just wanna wanna get going as quickly as possible. You know, for folks that are just really at the the first level here. What is a business plan? Like, what should be in that business plan? What should they be looking at? What are the questions they should be asking? What should be in that document? And, and why is it so important, do you think?
1: A business plan is, it, it's vital. It's like your Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like your roadmap to get you from, you know, point A to point B. And oftentimes I would tell uh, my mentees to go back to the drawing board. Um, you're actually, I, um, I'm i actually working on a, on a program, a mentorship program um, within the community. And I actually had um, I have to put on my glasses. Of course, take a moment. <laughs> okay. So I actually put, um, you know, just kind of creating a framework in terms of what we need to see in a business plan, just making it very methodical, like these are key m- metrics that, that need to be in a business plan. Because oftentimes, um, and it's very tedious, it's a lot of tedious work. And left on their own, most entrepreneurs will kind of kind of glaze over it, not really going as deep as they need to, so that they are able to extract the right information, so that it can validate their business idea, for example, to see whether or not there's a market for their products uh, or services. So with with the, with the market research, uh, with the business plan, and I, I really emphasize on the market research side of it. Mm-hmm. The other, the other parts in terms of you know um, your profile, like that is okay. It's very simple, straightforward. But the the market research part of it is where I'm emphasizing. So with the market research, you look at your industry profile, um, you look at your local market. Uh, we spoke earlier about the SWOT analysis and how important that is. Um, if you're targeting a market, you also have to look at that and what the numbers look like. Will is a market large enough to accommodate your goods and services? So um, in terms of the markets, marketing, marketing is also another side to your, you know, to the business plan. A lot of times, as entrepreneurs, what they tend to do when they're starting. You know, in in terms of the business name, um, a lot of it is internal. Like, this is what I think is going to work. But no, you you cannot think within just your circle or Mm -hmm. just yourself, right? It's a market that you're serving. What are their needs?
0: It (laughs) is that difference between, like, anecdotal information and, like, information that comes from, uh, you know, actual studies, right? That's been tested and can hold up over the long term uh, and, and exactly. you're really emphasizing like t- uh, you got to test your assumptions you got to come you, you can have your assumptions you can you can hold to them but you got to you got to be willing to test them and to make sure that they're actually going to hold up
1: yeah, exactly exactly so i i focus a lot on the market side of it you know i had one mentee that i'm working with and in terms of the internal operations like she had it nailed nailed because you know it's her passion she has done all the research she knew um the products and services that she wanted to bring to the marketplace but at the same time i had to say like hold off for a second there who are you serving Mm. right it's good that you you know you think that this is going to work um you have just a lot of internal um, um information but not the actual hard facts of what will possibly work in the marketplace so the market research part of it um if for most entrepreneurs i don't believe that most of them would be able to do it on their own so even if it's just to get enough seed money to hire a digital marketer because it's it's just it's just hard data and they have the tools and they have the they have the capacity to do the research that is needed
0: Mm. um You know, we're just kind of wrapping up here, but I just wanted to talk a little bit more about what's um, so, I guess, appealing about being in and around Innisfil for a startup, for people that are considering, you know, especially these days, leaving the city and, and coming to a smaller community. You know, what, in your view, is... The real attraction for folks to do that. What what, what do you think um, sets it apart uh, that area specifically from you know other parts of the country? What, 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 talk to me a little bit more about what why you're so uh, so positive on Simcoe County.
1: <laughs> well, well, for one, it, it, the lifestyle here it, it's it's amazing. It, it's absolutely amazing. You can actually live here, raise a family here. And work here because the uh, the business community, we are a startup community. So if you're starting a business, um, the support is, is, is here in Innisfil, um, DMZ, Innisfil. They're there. We have a co-working space. That will accommodate startups. So hopefully, when this COVID is over and done with, <laughs> we are able to um, to get into that space to even have a look and see the other services that will be provided through um, GMZ Innosell. Um, but it's a lifestyle, you know. I even for me going back to Toronto, uh, a lot of times I can't wait to get home. Mm-hmm. Because that sense of um, just just freedom, you know, you're slowing down. The it, the pace is not as um, you know rushed as as um, as Toronto. It, it's a slower pace, but at the same time you are able to live and work here because of the amenities are here and the resources for, um, you know, for businesses, um, they are here in, in the community.
0: We talked about the challenges that you see currently, but when you look out in your kind of wildest optimistic viewpoint over the next five, 10 years for the area, what do you see potentially happening there? What, what's your, what's your vision?
1: Oh my goodness. You know, we're talking about the orbit. Um, that's going to be a huge, it's going to have a huge impact mm-hmm. on um, the community. Um, I see a tremendous growth um, in, in, in Israel. I see a technology hub um, and I, I see it being possible with, with um, DMZ and the type of startups that they are um, attracting. So I I see a thriving community, you know, it may not look this way, as you rightfully said, you know, um, we're in the midst of COVID, but I definitely see five, uh, even 10 years um, out that this will be a thriving um, tech startup community. That's
0: great. Joy, Do anything else you want to add before I let you go?
1: Well, one of the reasons why I I'm literally here on this platform was to really also give you know an awareness of our communities um, so simple community startup that we are here in the community uh, we are here to support entrepreneurs um, especially when they are starting because starting to me is the key and we are here to help and we are here to decrease you know that startup failure we want to change the narrative so for entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who are uh, um, have a business idea and you want to validate your business idea please get in touch with us you can follow us on our social media pages Um, we are on instagram twitter we are also on facebook so get in touch with us it will save a lot of headaches you know because um, when you're starting out um, it, it can be very challenging it can be very difficult but being in a community that provides support to me that's a game changer
0: Thanks so much for making time for me, Joy.
1: Okay. You're very welcome.
0: You can learn about how to connect with Joy by clicking the link in the show description for this episode. There you'll find bonus content and access to our exclusive weekly newsletter. Innisfil Accelerates is a program sponsored by the town of Innisfil. You can learn more about how they can help support your great business idea at innisfilaccelerates.ca.